Hello, everybody. You're listening to Amplify the Arts, a place for artists and art lovers of all kinds to gather, hear stories, and be inspired to amplify the arts in their own lives. I'm Sarah Dudnitz, a pageant girl, communication specialist, and all-around artsy-fartsy kid, and I am so happy that you're here. Before we dive into it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of your screen right now and share it on your Instagram story, tagging us at Amplify the Arts so that we can thank you and keep in touch with you there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Amplify the Arts, season two, episode one. We're back. Suddenly, I blink my eyes and it's July of 2021, which um, is going so fast which I guess is good because 2020 felt really slow because so many horrible things were happening. So I guess it's good. You know, 2021 has been great compared to 2020. So that's good. But anyway, here we are uh, starting a new season. And I've been thinking about season one and how many awesome conversations I got to have with people. Um, This entire podcast and project was born out of me asking the question, why do the arts matter? Um, After some of the darkest times of my life and just seeing people go through all sorts of different life experiences, I realized that on our worst days, our darkest times, we turn to the arts. Um, and I was like, why is that? Why do we Why do we need the arts? So got to talk so much in season one with people about that. So I wanted to share a little bit from um, each episode from season one and just sort of the highlights or what I took away from it. Um, and then talk about season two a little bit as well as a little surprise I have at the end so don't go anywhere Uh, you won't want to miss it so let's get started with the first episode of season one so obviously I'm gonna say this about all of my episodes but if you have not listened to my first episode with Erica Kennedy you must you have to go listen to it she is so fun to talk to so fun to listen to Um, a friend from the pageant world which side note three of my guests in season one were pageant people They all competed at Miss Michigan almost a month ago, and they were all in the top 11. Shelby was in the top five, so was Emma. Um, Erica was in the top 11, so it's very, very exciting for me to sit in the audience and be like, oh, there's all my little podcast guests just absolutely killing it up there. But anyway, um, Erica, her episode was so fun, and one line she sort of gave me that really stuck with me was from her, a theater professor that she had had. Um, where she said, actors, you guys are advocates of the human condition. So Erica is like Broadway bound, right? She's going to be on that stage one day, ridiculously talented. But I mean, she's also so understanding of why the arts are so valuable. Um, And we talked so much in her episode about how being in theater builds empathy and how by literally putting yourself kind of in somebody else's shoes, and living their experience, you can sort of start to understand people and be more empathetic of different points of view, people with different experiences. And I think if I look around at our world right now, uh, that's something that we could kind of all use a dose of. So definitely recommend, of course, going and listening to her episode and all the episodes. So I'll just stop saying that now, because if you haven't listened to all of them, you should. The next episode was with my mother, my beautiful, beautiful mother. It was very fun. Uh, we recorded in my childhood bedroom over Christmas break, and it was great. Um, I always love listening to her talk about this sort of thing. So um, she is a teacher. She's a middle school teacher, uh, teaches humanities and drama, and she is definitely the one, if I had to pinpoint one person who's most responsible for this passion in my life, it's my mother. 
Um, and one thing that I really took away from her episode was that if you don't see what you want, if there's not an arts program that you want to participate in, or if there's not sort of that thing that you're looking for in your community arts-wise, build it. Like, you can create it. And she has done that. She has proved that time and time again that that's possible. Um, When I was in middle school, we, I say we, I was just involved in it, but she did all the work. Uh, We started a theater program at our middle school, and it is thriving to this day. And I always say my mom isn't an actor. She's not a singer. She's not a dancer. But she's the kind of person who sees the value in the arts, and she's always working to make all of those opportunities available for other people. So a big shout out to you, mom. One of my favorite episodes. Also, I think our most downloaded episode um, because she told all of her friends about it. So thanks, mom. Next up in the lineup was Emma Seidel, who again was top five at Miss Michigan, just absolutely killing it. Wow. She's the coolest. I say, I say that a lot of people are the coolest, but like if anyone is the coolest, it's definitely Emma. She is a dance teacher. She works in the Michigan like legislature. I don't even know exactly what she does, but she's incredible. So well-rounded and so just one of those beautiful souls that you just feel warm and fuzzy after you talk to. But one thing that we talked a lot about, in addition to like the hypersexualization of dance and competitive dance, and a million other incredible things, we talked about how we need to take the performative pressure out of art and give people a space to just be, right? Especially for someone like Emma or some of our other guests, when you're when that is your life, when you are a professional performer or you are in competitive dance or anything like that, it doesn't have that same... It's not as relaxing, right, as someone who just has it as a leisurely activity or someone who just has it as something in their life because it's good for their soul. When it becomes so much a part of your identity and you force yourself to look a certain way, eat a certain way, it's so high stakes that you aren't you anymore. Um, We need to take that pressure off. Emma does a far better job of explaining this than I do, and she's great to talk to and listen to. So definitely recommend that episode, but um, I just loved hearing her talk about times when she would walk into the dance studio and uh, just turn music on and just move for five minutes. I think that's something that, as dancers, we worry so much about the performance aspect. What are people going to think? What is this going to look like? And for her to just do that and then also give her students the space to do that is just incredible. So I absolutely loved hearing from her. And shocker, I think you should go check that episode out. This is kind of fun because I feel like if you haven't listened to any of the episodes, maybe this is like the first episode you're stumbling on, you sort of get like a little taste of every episode. So then you know what you want to go listen to. I think that's kind of fun. But anyway, next up is my friend Madison. And Madison, so the way her episode came about was when I was starting Amplify the Arts, the very early stages. Um, I posed the question to some people and just said, who is your favorite artist? And I kept that very vague intentionally to see what people would say. There were some dancers, singers, authors, but Madison named a chef, which I thought was really cool. And I was like, oh, I never would have thought about that as art.
art, but it totally is, especially when you use the phrase culinary arts. It makes sense. So I got to talk to her all about her experience going to culinary school, about why Thomas Keller is her favorite chef, and I learned so much about this entire world of like culinary arts that I I didn't even realize I didn't know. So it was just an awesome learning opportunity for me, and I have so much more respect for that field now. Um, and I just, I loved hearing her talk about it because she's so passionate about it. So if that's something that interests you, go give that one a listen. Uh, so I did an episode with Shelby Lentz, who is all of the things. Shelby is a friend from Pageant World. Uh, that is where we met. And Shelby also has Huntington's disease. Um, it runs in her family. If you're not aware of what Huntington's disease is, it's a genetic neurological disorder um, that is essentially having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's all at one time. And there is currently no cure. Um, so Shelby started a nonprofit called Champions for HD, of which I'm the uh, director of communications, I think is my title. So I get to sit on her board of directors. Also, fun fact about Shelby's episode is that um, I've recorded three podcasts with Shelby. Two of them just mysteriously like disappeared. I don't know if I saved them in a weird spot. I don't know what happened. But Shelby was so incredibly kind and gracious and recorded this one again with me, which was like the most embarrassing moment of my life. But she's so sweet. I could listen to her talk forever. And we talked a lot about how Oh, in addition to the whole pageant thing and the whole starting a nonprofit in her early 20s thing, as if that's not enough, she's also a ridiculously talented singer and songwriter. And just, oh my gosh, she's so talented. So we talk a lot about her song Champion, which sort of almost serves as like an anthem for those who are um, dealing with Huntington's disease. We talked a lot about how uh, when you're dealing with whether it is a disease or really anything else, um, any other kind of sickness, any other anything, those traumatic experiences can really mess with you, obviously. And um, Shelby has just become sort of this voice and this anthem for the Huntington's disease community, which is so beautiful to watch. Um, and it's also really cool to see how sometimes she'll play um, her song champion at an event or at a bar or at anything and she'll have someone come up to her and say something along the lines of you know my family we have Huntington's disease running in our family but no one talks about it right it's sort of this hidden shameful we don't talk about it it's taboo we don't go there whatever type of thing and for Shelby to like stand on stage own this story and also give people that place to be seen and to sort of be part of that group which I think is like a a deeply human need of ours to be to be seen and to have our emotions be validated in that way um I think that like that story in and of itself can answer the question why do the arts matter so I absolutely love that episode and uh I think you should go listen to it I need to stop saying that I'm sorry I just told myself I need to stop saying go listen to that episode. So if you want to learn more about Shelby and what Shelby does in her nonprofit, you can go to championsforhd.org and learn more about it there. My next episode sort of going along with that was with my college best friend, Sabrina Kloss, who is just a ray of sunshine in human form. Um, she shared about her experience volunteering um, in a hospital, um, doing arts and crafts with people of all ages, 
And we sort of focus the conversation around art therapy um, and how art can genuinely heal and it can give us a place to channel our thoughts and our feelings, whether they be good or bad, and our energy into something and that pride that people get when they create something and how necessary that is for us as humans, especially when these people are in a hospital and they're dealing with horrible, horrible, horrible things. Maybe they don't know what the next day is going to hold. Maybe um, they can feel their body deteriorating. Like, you know, you never know what people are going through. And that just really stuck with me and sort of sparked this desire to make the arts accessible to um, the people who need them the most, who sometimes are the people who have the least access to them. So that's a little sneak peek of uh, the ideas that I have coming at the end of the episode, but stay tuned for that. It's on its way. So next up came my episode with Sarah and Katie Daniel, who um, prior to COVID were Rockettes at Radio City Music Hall, and I'm sure they will be back there once things settle down, even though things are pretty settled down right now. I don't really know how New York City is doing, but anyway, I'm sure Sarah and Katie will be back. Um, But when I went into recording their episode, I was really sort of expecting to have like this very glamorous conversation about, you know, life in New York City and being an artist and performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or, you know, like all of those really glamorous, fun things that um, their job gives them. But I ended up having a very different conversation with them in the best way, which was a very honest and raw conversation about what the last year, year and a half has looked like for them during COVID to be back home in Michigan with their family teaching dance, um, which I feel like every episode I post circles back to teaching dance, but, um, and it just, it blew me away how at peace both of them were with what was happening. Um, they've literally worked their entire lives to get to Radio City Music Hall, and now they're back, and I feel like if I were in that position, I would be very bitter, I would be very upset, um, but they were just very, very at peace. They were still dancing, they were still doing incredible things, and I just thought that was beautiful. So, takeaways from their episode were that rest is okay, um, it's good to take a break, and it's it's good to refuel, and things don't always go the way we want them to. Sometimes there's a global pandemic, and that really throws things off and presses pause on your dreams, but they've handled it with so much grace, and they just have this beautiful understanding of what life is about. And I think that's that's really cool, and I loved getting to chat with them. So you should go listen to it. My last episode of season one was with my friends Patrick and Elena, and they are professional wedding photographers and videographers, which is a pretty cool gig, pretty challenging gig, but a cool one. And what I sort of took away from their episode was that storytelling is so important Um, And it's what makes us human. It's sort of what sets us apart from everything else on this earth is that we love a good story. And they get to do that for a living uh, through their wedding videography. And their stuff is amazing. Um, If I ever get married, they will be my videographers at my wedding. Uh, We talked a lot about what it's like to be an entrepreneur because they started their own business. And what the challenges are associated with that. What it's like to go to all these weddings and and film and have cake and everyone and, you know, all of that stuff. So if that's a field that interests you, definitely check this out. But it was really interesting to talk to them about the burnout that can come with 
being an entrepreneur in a creative position, but also how they balance that with the joy that their work brings. So very, very exciting. And I think a good one to listen to for anybody who is looking to start their own business or do something creative and definitely a great resource um, to reach out to. They're super chill, super great to talk to. So if you ever want to talk to them more about that, I know they would be willing to. Or if you need a videographer at your wedding, they're there. They're great. All right. So that was my recap of season one. I'm so excited for season two and even more conversations about beautiful things and how the arts can heal and people who are making the arts available to other people and all of the things. So if any of that interests you, if you're like, I have something to say about those things and you would like to be on a podcast with me, heck yeah, I would love that. Please feel free to reach out to me. I will put my email in the description of this episode for you. Just send me an email, say hello, and we'll go from there. But drum roll. I don't have a drum. I just have my desk. Big announcement. I'm very excited about it. We have merchandise now. I'm actually wearing my own Amplify the Arts t-shirt as we speak. As I speak. I guess you're not speaking. But I'm very excited about it. And I've been working with Redbubble to create not just an Amplify the Arts line, but also um, a more general arts advocate line as well. You can get t-shirts, you can get phone cases, you can get little pins and stickers and all of those things that we love over at Redbubble. The link will be in the description as well for that. So what's very exciting to me about this, in addition to having, you know, my own little lime and being able to wear my own merchandise and all of that exciting stuff, is that I will be taking all the proceeds raised from this merchandise and creating programs or funding scholarships that help amplify the arts, quite literally, and make the arts accessible to as many people as possible. So in season one, I talked to Sabrina, who volunteered at a hospital with an arts program, and I talked with my mom, who literally built a theater program from the ground up at our middle school, which, you know, there's a lot of costs associated with that. So we know that the arts are necessary they're just not always accessible. So I've decided to meet people where they are, whether that's in homeless shelters, in hospitals, in underfunded schools, everywhere. And I am bringing the arts to them in a variety of different ways, uh, which if you want to go, shameless plug, give us a follow on Instagram at Amplify the Arts. You can hear all about the different ways that I'm going to be doing this, but this is just a little sneak peek. So you just get a little taste and you can find out more there. But I always tell the story of me in high school, high school Sarah Dudnets, who her freshman year was really struggling and there were days where I could barely get myself out of bed. Um, I knew that once I got to school, I would have gym class where I would kind of feel like an idiot and I would have my math and science classes where I just did not enjoy it. And um, But then what got me out of bed was knowing that I had band class that day or I had dance class that night and that's what put a sparkle in my eye and that's what got me going. And I know that there are other students out there right now struggling with the same feelings, but they might not be as fortunate as I was to have people that were willing to invest in me and in the programs that I took part in, um, those art programs. So I'm bringing the arts to people. So I'm very excited about that. Um, If you want to go shop my merchandise, I will put the link in the description as well. Or if you're like, 
I don't really need anything, but I would love to donate and be a part of this. Thank you. I would love that. I will put my Venmo in the description as well. Feel free to send whatever you want my way. Every little bit helps, of course. So very excited. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of season two. Plenty more to come. Um, again, if you want to give us a follow on Instagram, keep up with us there and all of the things that we're doing. I would love that. I'll see you there. Oh my goodness, you guys. I am so excited about what is in store for Amplify the Arts. I have made a little goal to raise $1,000 by the end of 2021 with my Amplify the Arts merchandise to help fund some of the projects that I'm already starting that are already in motion and I cannot be more excited. So I would love for you to be a part of that. You know where to find the merchandise. You know where to find me. So I'll see you soon.